1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDSE.
0: I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I, can tell you. I had to I had to fall just for what I did well. And there's some stories It's I the can final tell word daily. Brought to you by Westfield, Stratford City, Westfield, London. More extra, less ordinary. Vidushin Hunteraja, Karen Punceby. This is actually the first one of these that we've ever done together. And I could see that you were laughing a little bit, giggling in anticipation. I
1: was, I was, yeah. Yeah, this is very much like, um, I was gonna say it's like Tom Hartley coming into the England team and, yeah, just suddenly controlling everything. I mean, it's, it's a great, it's been a great week for newbies. And um, I get that you're not a newbie, but to me you are.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, am, am, I, am I Tom Hartley in, in, this, in, this, in this analogy? The host, the main man of the final word now, that yeah. like Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins are gone, banished.
1: <laughs> I'd say so. I'd say so. they flew you out here. No one really knew what you are about, but, um, you know, so far so good.
0: Well, we'll leave that for other people to decide. Anyway, the breaking news of today is that Ravindra J- Jadeja and Kale Rahul are out of the second test. Can you sum up your emotions to me when you found out that news?
1: Um, even though it's totally unrelated to the result it felt like a product of the result. I mean, there's been a lot of, you know, cheering of what England did and and rightly so, but then at the same time, some understand, well, you know, some understandably disgruntled India fans because they're a bit too passive, they're a bit too this, they're a bit too that. They weren't as good as they should have been. I think that's fair to say. Um, And now they're a little bit worse. Kale Rahul was the only person to stand up with the bat. And I mean, stand up in a kind of ego sense. You know, a Virat Kohli-less India is not a good India or rather it's not as good in India as they could be and it felt like Kale Rahul was the only superstar in a lineup is actually full of superstars you don't really need to look that hard but was the only person that he comes out and it's almost like England sit up don't they everyone sits up when, when he comes in and now they've lacked that and Jadeja as well you know he was probably the best bowler in the first innings I reckon certainly felt like he was asking the most questions and to lose him especially with the bat as well bear in mind that they basically tried to save him and send Axar Patel ahead of him in the second innings and now there's no one to save because because he's out it's a it's a huge huge blow and it's hard not to wonder if i mean England aren't favourites for Isaac are they favourites they're, they're more favourites than they were when those two were in the squad
0: when I mean. when India were a better team yes. there was more chance that India were going to beat England and now yeah. they're a little bit yes. worse yeah i I've, I've been enjoying the fact that there's been the Virat Kohli has scored more runs than almost every single person in this planet and yet I've enjoyed that his worth or the worth that he would have given to that first test is also being talked about in the kind of intangibles in that basically a bit of CF a bit, a bit of uh, je ne sais quoi around the bat, and I do feel like I'm getting a bit sad seeing these superstars drop away from the series because that's ultimately what I want to be here for is to see these incredible players bat, and with all the greatest respect to rajat Patidar, he's not virat kohli it's not. he's not virat kohli but in terms of the team india they're going to have a straight swap in that Patadar will almost definitely come in for KL rahul um and then they have brought in washington sundar and safraz khan into the squad for the second test as well the likelihood is the likelihood is is that Kuldeep yadav will come in for judasia but that is a case of if if they wanna keep their kind of bowling stocks high and they lose a bit of batting there. If they want the most like-for-like replacement, they go Washington Sundar. And Washington Sundar is one of those players who, because he was involved in that series in Australia, mm-hmm. I think he's potentially way better than he maybe is. In my, in my head, he's came in, scored the runs at five, was incredible, and that's all he's ever done since. And he's a kind of a superstar already made. But in terms of India, he's kind of uh, slips out, slipped down the tracks. From an England perspective, are we expecting any changes?
1: I mean, I reckon so, yeah. Not least with the, with Jack Leach's injury. You know, you and I spoke to Mark Wood earlier today and he was pretty non-committal about whether he'd play the Vizag test. Uh, you'd think, you know, they are back-to-back, but you'd think with the, with the day off that they just had, the fact that they've got a week off after, before the build-up to the third test, where they were going to Abu Dhabi, that, you know, it wouldn't be the stupidest thing in the world, especially considering that the way they've managed what Mark Wood over the last couple of years, rightly as the as the fastest bowler they have, has basically been to use as much of him as possible when the series is live. And obviously now the series being live goes on that little bit longer, but you still wonder if maybe they, they go with him again. But, yeah, you, you'd assume Jimmy Anderson comes in. I think you and I were talking during the test about potentially coming in for Rehan Ahmed if, um, I know they're not about control but Jimmy Anderson isn't just you know, Jimmy Anderson's legacy has not come from going at two and over you know, it's come from doing the wickets bits as well um, and I think in part that was something they missed in the certainly in that, um, in that first innings when the pitch wasn't as amenable to spin and wasn't misbehaving with some up and down bounce so actually bounce is always up and down isn't it um, variable balance is what I meant, but I think those are the only two changes that I'd entertain, and one of them would be enforced with Leach.
0: So, are we expecting Leach to be miss miss out? Because I can't quite work it out at the moment. We, as we said, we saw him walking through the hotel earlier, um, and when I say walk, that's a very generous description of it. I'd say he's actually not very capable of walking at the moment. He's got a massive strapping on his leg. I have been told by qualified doctor Stephen Harmison that uh, he's had these hematomas
1: is that yeah. the word yeah it's a fancy word it's a
0: a bruise it,
1: yeah it's a bruise yeah it's a private school word for bruise I think
0: that's hence why you <laughs> yeah, use it yeah no, <laughs> yeah there we go yeah. um, but apparently all you need is a bit of physio it's very painful but you effectively have to just break up a clump like a blood clot and it, so it kind of washes away yeah. and uh, Stephen Harmson, um said he'd be good to go next week he's not literally not a physio um, no. So I don't know why I'm listening to him so much, but it but does. He's a
1: cricketer, and his you know his his voice carries weight. His opinion carries weight.
0: Yeah. Hence, hence why I'm relaying it onto yeah. um, tens of dozens of people right now. Hence why. why
1: we hence why we haven't forgiven England for going to Abu Dhabi despite winning this first test.
0: Um, but so that could be one change in terms of if Leach is enforced. Will I, I think something I found a bit odd in terms of. They talked about this with both in relation to Mark Wood and Jimmy Anderson in terms of how fit, whether they could play the entire series and you go, oh, Anderson, he could never play more. He couldn't play more than three or Wood, he can't play more than three. But the timings of the series are such that Wood hasn't bowled that much in the first test. He was talking about how he it was a strange experience bowling in the way he did one over in, at the first, start of the second innings. So really, from a physical point of view, he's probably fresher than he normally would be after a test match. He has had some time off from injury. So you only have to go back-to-back back once, then you have time off, and then you only have to go back-to-back back once more, and then you you're basically at the end of the series. I could see a world where would they keep kind of twisting with Wood and they go because the alternative is if they want to keep that high-pace option, they go to Gus Atkinson. It's not the same option. Like Gus Atkinson is the absolute the second fastest bowler in this squad, yeah. but he's not bowling at 95 compared to what Mark Wood is. Um the alternative is I, I yeah, I think if I was to guess, I'd say that they'd keep Mark Wood in and they'll go again.
1: Yeah, yeah. I suppose, like, what was that phrase they always use? Like, cricketers always use time on feet. You know, yeah, yeah. being in the field, like, and so, you know, he was in the field for a lot in that in that India first innings. Um, yeah, I don't know, really. I suppose we'll find Like, he said he was a bit sore today. Today would have been day five. So, yeah, I suppose we'll see. You know, they've, they've got a Vizag tomorrow, which is Tuesday. Game starts on Friday. I mean, they'll probably have a vague idea of whether he's good to go on Thursday, let's say. Um, And as you say, like, given his workload, um, it it hasn't really changed all all that much in terms of, like, sharp spell, you know, his spells he bowls as quick as he can, tries to reverse it, whatever, searches for early movement um, over here. And even that has been reduced. He's he's now operating on micro spells, you know, Open the, he talked. You know, we talked to him about it today. He opened the bowling for one over and then he bowled two spells of three overs and then another one over spell. So, yeah, like, you know, you're entirely right. I think that will probably mean that James Anderson comes in and they play with two. I think, you know, they, they I'm not going to say they got away with it because they they did brilliantly to win. And, you know, I think Rehan, while he wasn't like perfect with the ball, far from perfect with the ball, I mean, his batting was pretty good, you know, especially in that second innings. He really did a job there overnight with Ollie Pope. So, you know, that feels a bit of a no-brainer. Especially, actually, I think I wonder if Hartley surprised them a little bit with the bat. Obviously, he surprised everyone with the ball, and and credit to him. But I think actually the bat was the the more surefire of the of the two, especially when you watch him you know, certainly you only need to uh, look up his quick info for everyone and see his his back numbers. You know that he can do that. And I think he actually impressed in the way that he was quite positive. He was using his feet to this minute as well. So maybe you don't miss Rehan in in that, you know, all that much. But yeah, as I said, yeah, Thursday for Mark Wood, I reckon they'll make a call.
0: We've had a very kind of news heavy day. um, England were understandably kind of quite happy to get a lot of figures up in front of the press. People wanting to talk about kind of one of the great days in kind of test history. And on that front, rather than, kind of throwing immediately forward and kind of looking at what's coming next. How have you found the last 24 hours and reflected on, I mean, you've done this a lot more than me and I found it quite interesting just hearing the various people involved kind of wake up the next morning and go, oh my God, that was a, that was actually amazing, an amazing thing to have witnessed, to have been there. And I've also found it interesting then seeing how the players are talking about on trying to pitch it in terms of having that balance of, yes, don't get too low of a loss. Yes, don't get too high with, when it's a, a, a victory but occasionally it's really like nice to get get, get it's quite quite nice to get high occasionally vi- doucheon.
1: yeah yeah cuz um you know the come down is tomorrow you's problem isn't it um i think what it, what is really interesting is that i think they said all the right things um and they said all the right things while mark would decide, in terms of who we spoke today nursing quite sizable hangovers you know i, th- I think they They celebrated it. You know, when they talk about it, it's almost like it, it crosses over into... It's not quite hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is too strong a word for it. But the whole vibe of this team is about appreciating that there's more to cricket, while also appreciating that cricket is there to be enjoyed. And when you have a day like that, a test like that, really, it's there to be enjoyed and also gives you a feeling that is you know, that shows you how great and how much greater the game really is, which impacts on your life. You feel a million bucks, people who watched it, people who were there. So imagine if you're playing in it, you're almost like, well, yeah, by your own by your own mantra, you should enjoy this as much as possible because it's the best time in your life. And also not get, not get too high because, you know, you don't want to get too, you know, you want to hold that onto that and go again in Vizag, but also take a moment to appreciate and reflect on the fact that you've, put together one of england's best away wins in tests i think one of the cool things about what we do is um the people we do it with specifically michael Atherton. so he's you know he's here for the times he's not doing anything for sky so he's in the press box and i was you know looking through england's greatest um away wins and i was like god oh, was that you know looking at the early 90s and i like, oh, you know trying to not quite trying to rank them but trying to kind of split the difference, I suppose, with a few of them. And I just turned around, and I was like, well, he played in two of them, so I'll go and ask him. Um, and he was like, yeah, this is, this is remarkable. You know, you could read his piece in the Times today, which um, reflects as much. And I think having, like, from people who've got in contact with me, who've almost certainly got in contact with you, who aren't really into cricket, who know it's amazing, to someone like Michael Atherton, who's had, you know, a few of those moments, who knows it's amazing. I think that, that kind of says it all, really.
0: Yeah, it's kind of the Stokes mantra is to create, turn the adult profession into the childhood dream it was kind of yeah, me- was meant meant to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, to then go, go on a bit of a downer before we move on to the Hall of Fame. Brilliant. Yeah, that's what I do. Um, what is the regret? What do you think? What is your prediction? And it's been a week of predictions because um, after two days, it was a very different story of how how the next six weeks were going to play out. What do you think the regression to the mean of this series is? We've had four days of cricket, two in completely contrasting styles of two teams one team dominating the first half the second team dominating the second where do you think the kind of true mean lies
1: how do you mean in terms of like how it's going to go or in terms of like the day to dayness of it because i'd say like you know england won day three and then day four but in part because they were they were allowed to i think maybe the maybe the regression to the mean comes in India just having a little bit more control over proceedings they were so sloppy on that second day which they ended up you know finishing 190 ahead but the dismissals were trash and it but it feels like the dismissals were born out of we're going to really punish you now and they just completely messed it up like it's inexplicable for Shreyas Aya to you know Biff Hartley, was it Hartley or Ray? You know It was a Hartley to Rayhan or Rayhan to Hartley. You know?
0: they, they had a little, Rayhan and Hartley had like, they traded dismissals of having the long hop caught in the boundary.
1: Yes, exactly, yeah. Um, and it felt like even then they were kind of making those mistakes and, and, and truth be told in the moment, I didn't think they'd come back to bite them. And I think the difference now is that, yeah, you can smash, you can do whatever you want. You can smash Hartley for six, you know, first ball, you can, you know, wait for Rayhan's long hop and, and cut him for six as well. Or you can go the other way and just pick them off and just keep picking them off and keep turning over. I was really surprised about how little they rotate the strike. So I think really it doesn't necessarily manifest itself in England being overawed. I think it's just India just taking one more step forward because they're a bit too sensitive. How that manifests itself in Vizag, for example, kind of hard to say it might end up being a... Shoot, you know innings to innings shootout which is fun for us obviously but I suppose it kind of ramps the tension up on England a bit more yeah.
0: I think I, I I know this is an incredibly simplistic way of looking at cricket but with India's first innings I couldn't get over the fact that of like the first seven wickets only one was was because a lad had missed it and I was like and when England get out it's because they missed the ball it's because India have beaten them and India were just like kind of popping up on the boundary they could have got 600 I've just decided that in my head anyway Let's move on. We're going on to the Hall of Fame. I've got some copy. You ready for this? Go on. The Hall of Fame, brought to you by Westfield London, Westfield, Stratford City, more extra, less ordinary. Finding a job is hard and can be demoralising. I feel like this is a bit harsh to have this as the copy when the freelancer is hosting the show. <laughs> That's tough, yeah. that. Anyway, I appreciate it. No, actually, I'm, I, I need to fight through this. Um, especially when you don't have family members in the government to help you get one traditional hiring processes aren't for everyone and sometimes all you need is a foot in the door or george de bell to send your pieces on the creaking phone or you anyway fine i'll cut that out traditional hiring very uh, that that's where the london job show can help the london job show is back at wetsfield stratford city on the second and third of february and it's your chance to speak to people face to face get advice on your cv and even practice your interview skills employers from some of the most recognizable companies will be there looking to fill roles from entry level right up to management as well as companies offering apprenticeships grad schemes and courses. The London Job Show is free, but you do need to register online. Google Westfield Stratford City for more information. Coming to you, Fiducian Hantharaja, your Hall of Fame moment. I'm gonna give you the whole tour to pick from.
1: I think it was when uh, the finale of Australia West Indies. Um. Sorry, shall I do that again? Can I do that again? Actually, you asked me the highlight,
0: sorry. i realised I kind of started that awkwardly. Vidushan I'm going to give you the whole tour, your Hall of Fame moment of the week.
1: I think it was as Australia West Indies was coming to its conclusion, um, I got it on my, up, on my laptop and, you know, one game in front of me, one game on, on my laptop, Jamal Joseph doing remarkable things. I look up and there are suddenly photographers in front of me, and turn around and half the press press box is behind me. I, I want to see those photos because it, it was quite funny, um, but yeah, I, I think it was that. I think it was we were watching something amazing, and something amazing was happening, you know, further east, and we had the luxury of watching that while this other thing was playing out in front of us. I think that's my my hall of fame moment. I don't actually
0: know if I'm going to beat that. I think I'm going to let that sit. This has been today's Final Word Daily on day five of the Hyderabad Test, the non-existent day five, the morning after, the day after, the evening before. It's been an incredible week of Test cricket, and we'll have another incredible week of test cricket next week. There's more shows coming. Adam and Jeff will be back with you. Do not worry. You'll probably see this at some point as well in the near
1: future. That'll be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if ran to empty broke this, so you know what I meant. I had to go about it.